welcome to the Wrestling Heroes and Insiders Podcast, aka The Whip Show. Your co-hosts, Deshaun Whip Dog Whipple and Devastating Daryl Pace, each and every week will bring in some of the top pro wrestlers from around the world. I'm talking WWE, WCW, Impact Wrestling, NWA, and more. So sit back, get your favorite drink, and listen to some great stories told by those amazing and sometimes crazy pro wrestling superstars. Yo, what's going on, everybody? I know you already wonder, Whip, what are you doing here on a Thursday? I'm thinking the same thing, dog. Y'all know you don't even see the normal Whip show set up or nothing. But I think I said on Twitter earlier, we've added... Believe this garbage right here. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe this, man. My lawyer done duped me into... Why? How? How does how is this happening? Come on, man. Are, are you finished or are you done? Man, are, I ain't finished or done. I can't believe it, man. Come on, dude. I, you know what? I got to call my lawyer for setting this up. This is not cool. Well, fans, as y'all can see, um, damn. I got an email. And I guess somehow I might have accidentally. No, it wasn't no accident. It wasn't no accidentally because you were down at WrestleMania weekend, and what you were doing is when when you was too busy drinking the mimosas and and, and acting like a hoodlum or whatever it is that you was doing, you and your Whippermania fans, whatever y'all doing, my lawyer, my confidant, you know, my friend got you to sign a little contract for me to appear fifteen minutes on your show. I just thought he just told me a show. He didn't say it was somehow a whip show. Like, what the hell, man? I thought I'd had enough of you always trying to steal my shine, you bum. Yo, fans, I apologize for this, but now I guess I'm contractually obligated to get this man a segment on, on, on the whip show. Um, well, before I don't even know what this fool gonna talk about, but before I do this, y'all know what to do. Subscribe if you haven't already. Check out the other episodes. You know the great interviews we had. Um, we've had everybody on the show. I just had last week Michael Kingston, creator of Headlock Comics. He's did Jerry Lawler does his artwork. Um, I've had Michael Riker from Busted Open Radio, former producer. You know we've had a lot of stars on the show. Oh, you ain't but, had me. You didn't have me. You know. Oh, like, let, let me tell your chump fans. A couple of things, buddy. See, my in my almost 27 years in this business, being a tag team champion, I've won plenty of belts with my brother. The only person in my almost 27 years outside of wrestling with my brother and winning championship gold, the only person that I wind up being stuck with and winning championship gold was you, was you. We were supposed to be like friends, but no, I carried you. I continue to carry you, and you always been jealous of my success. Always been jealous trying to steal my shine. What are you talking about, you jive turkey? Do y'all hear this? Well, look, look. You're not going to carry the whip show. I mean, okay, I don't even understand. What are you even going to do on here, man? Like, I know you run your mouth all day long, but what are you going to even do on this show, man? Like, what's it going to be called? Does it even have a name? 
It's the coach's corner, oh. partner. The coach's what? corner. Coach's corner. Because you know like you and a lot of other little wrestling hootlums, y'all need to be coached and need to be coached properly. I, oh, I get it. I get it. So you're going to come on this show every what, every other week and get the fans and the wrestlers some inspirational words, right? That's, I'm, that's not right. That, I'm not giving wrestling fans no inspiration and nothing. They can all go suck on eggs or all I care. I'm coming here to run my mouth, give my two cents, and if people like it, they like it. If they don't, then whatever. You know what? Fans, I apologize for this. Y'all can listen to this if y'all want to. If not, go ahead and turn it off. I don't care. Hey, hey, I'm hey, not hey, dealing hey, with this. I'm getting out of here. You, hey, you, hey, hey, what? Hey, hey, what? Hey, hey, hold on, hold on, big fella. Before you go, you know, I obligate, you know, I, I got a, you signed something I'm supposed to get 15 minutes and you cutting into my 15 minutes two minutes ago, partner. Beat it. Scram. You know what? It. I want to be here anyway. Bye. Bye. Hope, hope the video messes up. I'm out of here. You're bummed. Hey, fans, what's happening? See, this is yours truly, Chuck. You know, you might know me as the Cole brother with my brother, Brian. Uh, been in the business almost 27 years, causing havoc, creating hell all through the Midwest. Yes, a little bit backgrounds if you don't know me. Again, 27 years almost in this business. We have spent, uh, spent plenty of time uh, backstage at WWE events, whether we've been on dark matches, whether we just been in the back as extras, as they call it, you know, but it wasn't called extras like when we were really getting a lot of our dark matches. We've uh, missed an opportunity being WCW, um, had uh, had missed an opportunity, a wonderful opportunity going to Japan because of 9-11, uh, things in Puerto Rico, all of that. So we've been around. So when I say what I say, I'm kicking knowledge and I know what the heck I'm talking about because you know we always got these smart, mark-ass fans who want to get out here and say, oh, no, you don't know this and know that. Knowing good and well, y'all lazy asses ain't been in the ring that one time, but you swear up and down, you know every damn thing. So here's my little two cent in the wrestling world, and I need you guys to understand. I really don't give a damn what you think. Yeah, all that matters is the coach, yours truly. So I need to drop a little ancient history on you, you, you people, you fools, you knuckleheads, you dumb, dumb weasels. I need to let you know. See, when I first visited this business, wrestlers were like bigger than life. You know, we used to go down to Cobo Hall and get a chance to run up to the ring size as the wrestlers were walking out and see these like large, huge, huge guys. They're bigger than the world. You know, that's what we envision wrestlers being, these big, burly guys, even the small guys like, uh, back then, uh, Ivan Pusky was really, really the smallest guy I can really think of. But back then, guys like Ivan Pusky were big and muscle bound. Um, a few years later, as Coco Beware came in, he was a little short guy, but he was still thick. You know, uh, he, he was thick, so he looked like a wrestler. Um, what I'm getting, you know, as we started, started kind of getting in and, and wrestling started trying to started to involve a little bit you had guys like Sabu and 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 I know that they might build Sabu as six feet and Sabu's not six feet but you know Sabu comes along uh and he started doing his thing that was the first guy that was like really coming off the ropes doing a lot of flips doing daredevil kind of stuff which was real cool back then because again wrestling really hasn't it hadn't involved 
and the fans are popping to it. Sabu was doing his thing. But then once ECW started, again, Sabu started really, really his thing started picking up. But Paul Lee dangerously brought in Rey Mysterio Jr. and Eddie Guerrero. And all they did was wrestle each other. And they were put on these, like, Lucha Libre, crazy, ridiculous kind of matches. And it was real sweet. It was real sweet because, again, it was different. But because of that, that prompted WCW, because at the time, Vince McMahon did not care about little dudes. When I say little dudes, I'm talking about guys under six feet and barely 200 pounds. But WCW, what they, that prompted them to sign Eddie and Ray from ECW, and they brought in a whole lot of the, the, the Lucha Libre guys coming from Mexico, and that's when you got the, the, the cruiserweights going. Later, Vince decided to do the same thing, but it kind of died down. But as wrestling started to evolve, you get Vince, and he starts the 205 Live. Now, I'm saying all this to say, wrestling is not for little dudes. I get sick and tired of seeing small dudes going out there doing a thousand and one flips, making no sense whatsoever in this business. See, the one thing about this business, now mind you, I'm 6'2", I'm a legit 6'2", a legit 240. When I put my wrestling boots on, when I go out there, I am billed at 6'3", maybe 250, 255. That's legit. Like I said, legit 6'2", 240. These guys nowadays, barely 5'10". They'll say that they're 6 feet, barely 180 pounds, but they'll say they're 200. That's not wrestling to me. See, a lot of you dumb, dumb fans will go, oh, you, you want to, you, you say that's entertaining to be guys flipping all over the gym and doing these crazy, sick, dumbass moves, and you guys go crazy over it. Well, how? Why? It makes no sense. That's not wrestling. My times when I was fortunate enough to train with Sabu, he told me, he said, Chuck, wrestling is like a fight. You want to do things. You want to make stuff look legit. You want to legit as possible. That's why when you you start, these little guys start flipping all around the ring and doing a thousand and one crazy ass finishes, and it's one finish, two finish, a thousand false finishes, it's crazy. But yet, you know, you fans, you pop forward. You pop forward and think that's wrestling. And then you get guys like Ricochet, his little ass, and, and Finn Balor, and Alistair Black when his little behind was, I don't know what he's calling himself in AEW now, and, and Cedric Alexander. You get all these little guys and they start complaining and whining. Well, 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 why am not? Why am I not being used? You know, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, why can't I get a push? Because nobody want to see your little ass. Like to me, if I'm a regular fan and I love, I love this business, and I am not only a worker but I'm a fan. I don't want to come to a show seeing. I don't want to come to a show seeing a paper boy, a bus boy, a, 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 a fry cook, or 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 a shoe clerk. I don't need to see that in the ring. I want to see some dude where I can say, okay, yeah, he looked like a legit wrestler. He looked like he can whoop some ass. Come on. Like Finn Balor gets in the damn ring. Who has he whooping? And seeing all these guys, these little dudes going to AEW and all you AEW marks, and you probably get back and be complaining, oh, oh F you, and, and you don't know wrestling, and, and yada, 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 yada. Oh, man, like, look here. 
AEW to me ain't nothing but a, a high class indie with a a, a, a a billionaire money mark. I said what I said. A high class indie. That's what AEW is. I don't. You got all these little guys. I mean, one, I don't watch AEW because it's not entertaining to me. But you got all these little dudes under six feet, barely two hundred pounds, doing all these crazy, and, and it's run like an indie show, and it's not entertaining. I mean, to me, when you have the woman's champion, Jay Cargill, or Cargill, I'm sorry, when you got Jay Cargill, who's 5'10", maybe 160 from, from my understanding, she's bigger than 90% of the dudes on the roster. So come on, wrestling is not meant for little dudes. And that even goes down to the indies because more and more, I'm seeing all these little small dudes talking about, oh, I just got trained. Oh, I'm a wrestler. Huh? What the hell? Well, since when do we start letting little fifth grade kids come in? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. See, so some of you trainers, you need to stop being so damn greedy and letting all these little dudes in. But at the same time, some of these trainers are little dudes themselves. But come on. This business is being ruined. Being ruined by a bunch of five foot eight, five foot nine, 160, 175 pound dudes that want to flip all over the damn place. It's wrestling is supposed to be like a fight, not like gymnastics. If I wanted to go see gymnastics, I would turn on the TV to see gymnastics. If I wanted to see a bunch of dudes, a bunch of small dudes, I would go turn on horse racing and watch jockeys. If I wanted to see a bunch of bunch of small, small people in the wrestling flipping around, I would go and look for Japanese women's wrestling. Because again, I, to, honestly, in my opinion, I've seen better matches and more entertaining matches with Japanese women's wrestling, and I'm not knocking them, than I have, I have in, 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 in dealing with these little small dudes and independents and especially the people dealing with AEW. It's, 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 look, that's just what I'm saying. So you can, if you're a fan of it, be a fan. Don't hate the messenger when I'm telling you, this business is not meant for the little small half pint dudes. And then the crazy thing is, you little bastards that's getting into the, you're, none of you in shape, you fat and porkly trying to do dumb moves or you skinny as hell trying to do dumb moves everything is no psychology is nothing behind it you're just trying to pop these little dumbass fans and for what think pick your weight up go work out try to look like a wrestler try to imitate a wrestler try to do something you need to go get on one of those little stretch tables and grow some but these little dudes these flyweights they killing the business killing the business because now everybody wants to go and see everybody jumping around like little gymnasts and it's not going to happen. So I said what I said. I don't care what you think. Most of you are going to be on here complaining and whining like a bunch of little bunch of little girls anyway. So whatever. I'm used to being booed. To me, ain't nothing like being booed by 18,000 people. That's the best feeling in the world. So this is the coach's corner. Dealing with whip dog, that bum. This is the Coach's Corner. Once again, deuces. I see y'all next week, two weeks. 
Depends on how I feel it. Depends on what my lawyer tell me when I got the call next. I'm out.